Good morning, I'm Byron Fayette. It is 3 September 2019, and we'll start history with a birthday today. A woman of insane intelligence, politician, peace activist, Nobel Prize winner, Dixie Lee Ray. Born today, and you can bet after the Confederate statues are all gone, she'll have that Nobel taken away for having been named after both the Confederacy and the Confederacy's most famous general. Born today also, Charlie Sheen, former actor turned Keith Richards tribute artist. Today in 1650, Oliver Cromwell scores a victory in one of the English Civil Wars. In 1651 today, he scores another victory, decides September 3rd is his lucky day. 1653 today, Oliver Cromwell dies. We should really call this Flag Day today in 1777, U.S. flag in a battle flown for the first time. Today in 1945, the Chinese began a three-day drunken party to celebrate the victory over Japan, made possible by the United States and others. Today in 1954, they tried to start another war by shelling islands belonging to Taiwan. Today in the American Civil War, the Confederates and the Union, realizing it's going to take a lot of bourbon to sustain the war effort, they both begin their moves into neutral Kentucky. 1971, Qatar. Qatar, Qatar. It becomes an independent state and the most frequently mispronounced country in the history of broadcast journalism. On the way, missiles, choppers, whack-a-mole, and how the war on painkillers is going to end human civilization. Among other notable events on September 3rd, in 1989 we began shipping aircraft and weapons to Central America to put a stop to the production of drugs, cocaine, down there. Thirty years later, if you can believe a New York Times story, well, you can believe about half what you read in that Yankee rag. Cocaine acreage in Colombia is at an all-time high, also in other countries. Not that the cocaine war failed, it succeeded for a while, but Nicaraguan nose powder isn't the only thing the junkies can get their kicks from. Now, I say junkies, not hippies. I've actually got a little respect for hippies, at least the true hippies, as opposed to the 60s hippies who had no other ideology other than wanting to avoid military service and anything resembling basic human hygiene. A few true hippies have survived, most on a little hippie reservation a little west of Taos, New Mexico. I helped one change a tire once, and he gave me a tour of his eco-friendly hippie home, except for the fact he had no means of watching college football on Saturdays, his house of sticks and mud, wasn't all that different from the tin roof shacks of Arklatex that good old boys I know have built. Now swap his guitar collection for a gun case and his weed for a cooler of natural light or old Milwaukee, and he'd pass for a pretty acceptable redneck. And this narrative seems to be getting further away from Colombian cocaine by the minute. Anyway, we did shut down the coke trade, which made it a lot easier to use the bathroom in big city bars because the yuppies were doing lines of the white stuff off the top of the toilet dispensers. In that sense, the drug war was worthwhile. But like the whack-a-mole games you find at Chuck E. Cheese, you, you put one drug under and another pops up. Cocaine dries up and the streets flow with meth. Now that Walter White is out of business and the meth supply is trickling down, black tar heroin is running like a river again. So now Washington is battling prescription opiates, opioids, however you say it. What people in pain refer to as pain pills, and they've managed to scare most doctors right out of their Hippocratic oaths. Go in with a dislocated hip and all you get is an injection of superglue and an ice pack. 
Compound fractures and slipped discs might get you a couple of aspirin. Since doctors are now scared to treat pain, most people are avoiding it. That means boxers are taking up yoga and lumberjacks are laying down their chainsaws, which, which leads us logically to the end of human civilization. I've yet to experience childbirth. Uh, my, my ex-Chinese fiancé's mother said it feels about like a man having his testicles jabbed with safety pins for an hour or so. In other words, about as fun as having dinner with her. If it really hurts that bad and doctors are no longer going to prescribe painkillers, well, women are going to stop having children and that will be the end. Now, we don't need to open the floodgates on drugs. I'm not saying that. Just maybe roll things back to the 1950s standard. Back then, you could start the day with some coffee and a Benzedrine, have a three-martini lunch, and at night, you could drift off to sleep with a Valium. Now, yes, life expectancy was shorter back then. Look what happened to Elvis. But then again, could Elvis have pulled off Aloha from Hawaii without popping a Benny or two? I'm Byron Fitt, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and bourbon does not require a doctor's note. Yet.